Good evening, St. Louis Crossing family and friends. Jake here. This evening I'm coming to you on Good Friday. We're going to talk about the cross. This is our first of a three-part sermon series uh, that we're going to be releasing tonight, tomorrow night, and then Sunday morning. Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about the cross. In ancient Rome, crucifixions or a hanging on the cross was a punishment that was typically used for uh, the most serious and heinous of criminals and crimes. So what we're going to look at this evening is why was Jesus Christ sentenced to this unbelievably agonizing death? So if you would grab your Bibles, grab your phones, open the Bible app, and let's take a look from the Gospel of Mark, the account of Jesus's life, and specifically tonight, Jesus's death, is it's written down in all four of the first Gospels of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This evening, we're, we're going to be looking at Mark chapter 15. We're going to read through verses 22 through 39. So please grab your Bibles, open your Bible app, and turn to those verses with me. Mark 15, starting with verse 22. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. And they offered him wine mixed with, mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one to his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. Verse 33, And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Elo, elo, lemma shabbatnai, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, Behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran up, with a fill, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and take him down. And Jesus, Jesus uttered a loud cry, breathed his last, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw in this way, he breathed his last. He said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can open your word on this Good Friday and that we can take a closer look at the cross and what it means to us as believers and followers of Jesus Christ. Just pray your blessing on all those who are watching this video, that they may come to know you and come to have a personal relationship with you, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So before we take a deeper dive in looking at the cross, let's back up to the Old Testament and see what it has about a foretelling of the future cross. Some scholars believe that there are over 300 prophecies about Jesus in the Old Testament, with more than a couple dozen focused specifically on the cross and the events of this weekend, being Good Friday through Easter Sunday. The prophet Isaiah 
I'm going to read a, a verse from Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. Here's what the prophet Isaiah says, nearly 700 years before even the birth of Christ. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our inequities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. The coming Messiah wasn't a new concept or idea. Prophets have been talking about it for centuries. Yet Jesus' own people didn't recognize him as the foretold Messiah, instead sending him to a cross to die this gruesome death. No one deserves such suffering. Jesus, deserving it much less than others, he received yet so much. The stamp of God on this perfect life is summed up in two words from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15, without sin. The only person in the history of mankind who didn't deserve to suffer at all indeed suffered the most. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 22 tells us, he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. None of Jesus' pain and suffering was a penalty for his own sin because Jesus had no sin. He was spit on, he was slapped, he was beaten and scourged to the point he couldn't even carry his own cross. The torture and shame continued as he was mocked and nailed to the cross hands and feet. There he was, our Savior, Jesus Christ, the perfect, sinless human being, the only one to ever walk the earth, alone, almost beaten to death, nailed to a cross to die. At that point, Jesus even cried out. Matthew 27, 46 tells us, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But it was suffering by design. Isaiah 53.10 again tells us it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. Not only was it suffering by design, but also by obedience. Jesus embraced the pain. He chose it. He was obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Philippians 2.8 And his obedience was sustained by faith in his Father. Just as Jesus breathed his last, he called out in a loud voice, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. Jesus was faithfully obedient to the Father, even through the most torturous, most inhumane thing we could ever think or imagine. Why? Jesus knew his purpose. He lived in order to die. John 10:18 tells us, Jesus says, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. He freely chose to join his father's design in suffering and ultimately in death. And what was that design? Mark 10:45 tells us, the son of man came to give his life as a ransom for many. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus died on the cross as a substitute for our sins, for my sins, for your sins, for the sins of all humankind, so that we may live. Christ suffered to bring us closer to God. And that is the good news 
on this Good Friday. That Christ came as a perfect sacrifice, tortured and beaten and led to that cross. He didn't deserve it. We did. But Christ, as our substitute, was nailed to that cross, nail by nail, suffered and died, so that we, as followers and believers in Jesus Christ, can have an eternal life in heaven with our Father. Jesus suffered and died to bring us to God. And on this Good Friday, that is great news. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you today that we can open your word and we can read this story, God, that starts out so dark and so morbid and, and is just awful as Jesus Christ was led to die, led to slaughter. God, but the good news is that he did it for a purpose. He did it for a reason, and that reason was to be a substitute for us. He was sinless, and he was nailed to that cross with every single one of our sins on his back. God, we thank you for that. We praise you for that. We just give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name.